Welcome to Fresh from the Esky. Subtitled Ordinary Lives, Ordinary People. Accompanied by Ordinary Production, Ordinary Editing. Sit back, grab a beer, relax and enjoy. Good evening, listeners. Here we are, episode nine, fresh from the Esky. Um, to give you a better listening experience, I've invested in an extra mic. Hopefully that works well tonight. We've actually got a bit of merch going, um, two T-shirts we've printed so far, haven't we, Ben, just to see... Oh, welcome along, Benny. Thanks oh, for coming along, too. Yeah, thanks for having me here, as always. Um, yeah, shirt's coming along. I think we might need to make a few edits. We might have to tweak it a little, yeah. But um, new mic, that's a big thing. Shirts, that's a big thing. But the biggest thing we've got along tonight is Tommy Brodell. Welcome along, Tommy Brodell. Hi, Joe. Benny, good to meet you. Hey, good to meet you. to have you here, man. That's really good. Um, Tommy's a bit of an um, exception from the rule we've had so far and that he's not involved at the footy club with me at all. He's a work colleague out at the mines there. I don't think actually we've had... You're not on... Well, you're on my crew, but you're in a workshop and I'm in the field. And I think when I was in the workshop... We weren't on the same crew either, were we? Correct. I've had you as a leading hand a few times there, Hodjo. Yeah, I think so. I filled in or something for yeah. as someone. As a fierce the... leader? Yeah. yeah, that's right. I like that. I like that fierce <laughs> leader thing, yeah. Yeah, because you're C crew and I must have been... No, we're B crew now. B crew, yeah. Why is that? Why is BC I think and I was AD? Permanent. I was thinking I was permanent days. So I was oh, BC yeah. back in the day. Because so. yeah. I um, worked with that... You had that father and son on the service crew and those people, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yeah. I filled in on that side a bit. Anyway, that's enough. We've got a lot to get into with Tommy. But the first thing is, when I um, got Tommy on, I was thinking about who will I invite. I thought, well, Tommy Brodell, he's a bit of a raconteur. Tells a good story with a bit of colour. Didn't know a lot else about him, but he... Um, you are a brewer of beer and spirits? I am a brewer of beer and spirits as a hobby on days off. Well, I think that'll work out well with our six-pack interview. Um, <laughs> the other thing I was a bit concerned about, I thought, you change your appearance a lot, Tommy. You, you got, you're bald sometimes, you've got hair everywhere, sometimes a mode. I thought, my God, is he on the run from the law? <laughs> but that's not the case, I found out. But we'll delve into it a bit deeper. There is sure. a bit of a name issue there, a bit of identity crisis. 100%, 100%. Yeah, There's a bit of a background name there, yeah. Anyway. I, think, um, I think we might have to get some beer brewing advice then, Dad. I think the last time we did that, all the glasses exploded out the front of my door. Yes, that's correct. That <laughs> and the, the batch before that actually ran the lawnmower very well, actually. <laughs> Two-stroke fuel. Anyway, I thought, what will I get? I mean, this will be touchy. I mean, we've got a beer connoisseur, a man of craft beer, so I thought, well, I'll just get beer. And sure. that's what I got, didn't I, Benny? Let's get it out. I would love a beer. We've got beer. Um... And that's what it's branded as, beer. Oh, wow. It's got to be the most plain packaging I've ever seen. I like it. I like it a lot. Cheers, Benny. Now, I don't think it's a twist top either. No. Might need that. Although we're going to use one on the wall that you installed in the bar, though. Oh, that's right. I could have used that too. Now, it's a Pilsner, which I think is closer to a lager than a bitter beer, isn't it? A Pilsner? Is that right? Uh, That is correct. That is correct? Yeah, it's just a different grain. 
used, is it? A different grain used. So correct. what grain have we used in a Pilsner? Pilsner. It's good having someone that knows what to talk Jeez, I cannot get this last So Crown is a malt beer, aren't they? That is a malt beer, is correct. Yeah. Pilsner, Pilsner is a different grain of beer, so to a lager, it's fermented differently, different yeasts. Oh, right, yeah. We're different already, different temperatures. It's that it's fermented at, yeah. So and is that how beers are different? Like yes. So different yeast will create a different product. So with your, as you call, you brew craft beer before no before you ever sip. <laughs> why are people making beers with mangoes and crap like that? Like so isn't beer hops and malt? So hops and malt. Yeah, it's just they're just getting bored of beer they're just changing the flavour you know trying to promote something different I guess yeah so it's not really beer is it oh, it's a, isn't that the whole a, I would say it's a hipster beer or something yeah. like that yeah. that's the whole Canadian club approach isn't it I think on, on all of their ads they said if you're sick of beer try a Canadian club yeah well try a Canadian club don't ruin beer for everyone else alright let's give it a try right. cheers right. everyone cheers guys cheers tell you what I don't mind it that's not a bad beer that's alright yeah, it is pretty good actually. That's smooth, hot Joe. And that's what it is, beer. Oh, and pregnancy warning. Alcohol can cause lifelong harm to your baby. This really right. is just the so most babies, don't drink this. plain packaging, plain bottle. It's just got beer pills now. Yeah, well it. I got that I uh, got this at um first choice. It was the only six pack they had there. I, I was aware of this beer, I tried it enough time, I thought I like the fact that it's just Package that beer and tastes good. It's beer. Yeah, it's smooth. Yeah, you tried it before, Tommy? No, I haven't. This is. Well, I'm more of a, I would say, more you're of not a power, VB power. power. I, oh, if I went on, if I got on the VBs, I'd be cooling my ex up. Right? Yes, you've done that before, <laughs> haven't you? That's why I thought I'd better get rid of that one in the fridge. There's one more there, but we won't let you get to but, it. But um, I'm more of a power person. You're more yep. of the hops. So on the beer sort of things. Stone and Wood. Yep. Pacifica. Yep. Yes. So the head brewer from there yep. created um, Stone and Wood Pacifica, which also got poached from the sur- the pro surfers of Joel Parkers and... Um, Joel Parkinson? Joel Parkinson and uh, Mick Fanning. Maybe just move that one. This one? Yeah. yeah, just move it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Joel Parkinson and Mick Fanning opened up a brewery in Corumban called Bolter. Oh, right, yeah. And they poached the head brewer from Stone and Wood. So if you have the beer of Stone and Wood Pacific Ale and the Bolter XPA, that almost similar. very similarly obviously had to adjust due to yeah. terms or whatever, but it's very similar. So, um, I think Sam Hoop is a big fan of the Bolter, actually. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that stone and wood, that one. What is that one here? Yeah. That's good. It was a pale ale or something. You, what are you pointing at here? Oh, oh the yeah, Green Coast that's Lager. That's a lager. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah, I don't reckon that's not a bad beer. But at $85 a carton, you sort of yes. turn the cogs a bit to go, what can, if he can make beer, obviously I can make beer. I'll try and replicate that at a cheaper price. So here I am making a few batches up in the shed and... Oh yeah, come yeah. pretty close to it. Yeah, yeah. Always tweaking it, and it, it comes out pretty good. So, what's a batch? How many? Ah, uh, nineteen liters in a keg. Oh right, yeah. So you're making it that bigger batches. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So you've got a bit of an operation. You're not 
Like we were just making a pack of uh, No, so, <laughs> no, yeah. The, the way that you're explaining and exploding is probably adding too much sugar drops in mm. the beer or something like no, that. No, definitely I think, I think we figured out it was yeah. meant to say like maybe one and a half cups or something and Dad's just, or well, that sounds too much anyway, but he's just putting way too much yeah, and read the label wrong. Yeah, I carbonation sugar. Yeah. I, think, I think I might have thought I could up the alcohol content a bit, but it's a difference in those two sugars. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I didn't work out. So I do false carbonation which is you know uh, going from the fermenter into the keg without not touching any uh, oxygen or anything like that. It's a lot of sterilizing going procedure and then force carving it with a oxygen CO2 bottle and then just force regulating it into it and then yeah. So you're into this pretty big time. That's one of your hobbies obviously. Yeah it's one of of the hobbies. Do you sell them in the keg or Uh, when you come? I drink a lot in the keg (laughs) at home. I wouldn't say I sell but. So it's carbonated when you put it in to the keg because you can't. Yeah I'm carbonating and then letting it sit for a week. Yep. And then it's a little bit green so you let it sit there for a month gassed up and then after a month it's right to go. Oh very good. And you're still making your spirits in that too? Yeah so spirits is a lot easier to make than beer. It is. You just the steel and a bit of flavour. Yeah, steel, so sugar, water, yeast, ferment for seven days, whereas beer is 14 days. It's just a quicker turnaround. And then you got this clear wash. Yep. Comes out at 95% alcohol and then dilute it down to 40% or 38% and then put it on the wood chip and then let that age for, I guess, six months. And then, yeah, we've got rum. Depending on the wood is... Yeah, I was going to say, where do you get your rums different So, from from the local shop, from the bar yep. and brew or online, you get um, barrels chopped up from um, Jack Daniels or... Yeah, uh, so American. you make your pure alcohol yep. and then your flavour to what you yeah. want it to be. Yeah. Like. Yep. yeah. So then you can add molasses or um, an essence through it. Yep. Um, as well as the wood chip, and then you've got a pretty decent product. Yeah, I like to make a spice rum, so yeah, yeah, comes would, out um, comes out really good. Actually, purchased off that other your opposition actually, but um, <laughs> well, I started with him, so I thought, uh, and, and it actually he makes a good product. It's, it's yeah. quite yeah. good. Actually. Um, Everyone's homebrew is different. The way different boilers, different um, condensers. Yep. Everyone has a different condenser. Some have some old school condensers and. Yep. Yeah, it's all about regulating the temperatures and fermenting water. pH of the water is another one. You know, so you know, we can when you smell someone's oh, is that home brew? And they have a whiff it, and they're like, oh wow, that's yeah, that's strong. You yeah, know, I remember some of the yeah. when I was kind of brewing a bit of beer, like some of the brewers you talk to, they only get it out the water out certain days, and then they let it settle because of the. Um, fluoridisation or whatever they put in it. I think Lynn made a homebrew once and I don't think anyone was game enough to actually have any of it. Yeah. Besides maybe him. No, I, I made it at the footy club one year and um, I gave it away as mark of the day but no one took a mark for <laughs> weeks so asked me to cancel that. As a beer drinker, do you have the untapped app then? Untapped app? Yeah. App. Yeah, the app, yeah. Oh, no, I don't. No? Oh, it's just one of the things that my mate put me onto and I've been using ever since. It's just any beer you drink, you can take a photo of it and then search it up in there, like, base there, and you just rate it out of five. Okay. Yeah, and I think there's, like, the Wayne just showed me, he's got about, I think, 150 beers on there now and all that, and it's, like, just different beers every time, and 
log them on, rate them all, and you can see what your friends rate them and that. Yeah, nice. Okay. And you completed your century just the other week, didn't you, Ben? You got your 100 beers up. Is that right? Yeah, I got that in um, in Melbourne, actually. When, yeah. when wasn't, wasn't, your room. No, it wasn't that night. I got it later in the week. But yeah. Actually, um, we've got a few comments about that, which we'll have to bring up um, at our next Just You and I meeting. But um, tonight, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about you, Tommy Bridell. So where'd the Tom Bridell story start? Um, you're a Rocky boy? Mate, I'm a Rocky boy. So family was in Yapoon. And... Um, yeah, so the family had a bit of a bust up later in the 90s, and then... Um, what age were you? Well, I must have been year three or four or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's only young. Yeah, young. So, moved into the old boys out at Gracemere. He moved out there. He's a, um, he was a TAFE teacher. Yep. Before that, he was a foreman as a carpenter. You have two siblings, a yeah, younger sister? Yeah, older brother and younger sister. They so, went as well? Or uh, just me and my brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, brother and I. Yeah. So, Your daughter stayed with mum? Yeah, yeah. So, it was forever between two houses, I guess, Yapoon and Gracemere. So, um, yeah, I was a wild child, I guess, out in Gracemere back in the early 90s, you know, like, there was a... Mischief mu- or trouble? Oh, I would say mischief, not so much trouble, just mischief. The old boy gave me a, a um, Suzuki RM80 to muck around on, yep. so I was fanging around Gracemere, no. being a rebel of that, he'd go get... Can you go get some fish and chips, Tom? I'm like, yeah, sure, no worries. Give me five bucks, and I'd run off down to the town on a motorbike, go get the fish and chips, come back. Back then, there wasn't really much of a police station, so you'd probably get away with that. Back then, we also had, I guess, uh, the fuel-wise was like super. Yeah. So we had leaded fuel and then oil. So here I am at the petrol station topping up my RM80 with two squirts of oil and whatever it was in the five litre jerry <laughs> yeah just just stuff like that it was just open out there was there too much around gracemere that time no it was no. very it's expanded so much since yeah, i've been well, out there I, I arrived in rocky around about 19 well in 1990 and yeah like it's unbelievable what gracemere is now yeah to then, like, as well as um yapoon as well yes so. i think yapoon might even just be starting to hit that real high now i think they're going to turn into a pretty big Pretty big oh, town, pretty soon. It's big already. It's big yeah. And, all that. and you was so mum and dad split up, but mum took on the beaches restaurant. Yeah, or, so or her, her and her, her, yeah, yeah, her and her partner had um, beaches bistro back in the nineties to the early millennium, I guess, and then uh, sold that, sold it, and and they had it when it was a accommodation as well. Uh, no, just the just the restaurant, and then sold that, and then the old girl went into the manager's rights of the of the whole show, so oh, yeah, the yeah. restaurant and the motel. Yeah. And um, so she'd been there for twenty odd years. She, you know, she'd start at six, do the check-ins, and then finish up at the restaurant about eleven o'clock at night. Long days. Very long days. Yeah. yeah so. And Five or six days a week. At the that was seven. Seven days. Seven a week. days. Yeah, and then we'd probably have two weddings over the weekend, like a Friday or a Saturday. Sometimes it was a double hitter, and um, yeah, so a lot of a lot of people, a lot of weddings, a lot of setups for weddings, and I was. It was just easy to get a job there. As, I you know, say, so you once, got a bit of a ground in hospitality? Yeah, so not so much that, but I just got into the maintenance side of things and looked after the resort and 
repaired the rooms and looked after the gardens and stuff like that. And that was as as an employee, not as just a family worker? <laughs> as an employee, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so this is before you finished school? This is after I finished school. Oh, after you finished school. Finish so, school. Is this, so you finished, you went to school at Um Yeah, in the primary school stage. And then after that, I went to uh, Rocky Grammar. Yep, and no thoughts of a trade at that time? Uh, no. No, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, landscaping was a strong idea, so I became a, a landscaper, but just working down at the beach every day was a very chilled out environment, very privileged to wake up to the ocean every day and yep. just enjoy that sort of a ride until you realise 500 bucks doesn't really get you far in a week with a, with a girlfriend or something like that, you know? Yep. So, um... It was either, you know, go out on your own and sort of go into a, a landscaping role and you open up the, you know, the yellow pages back then and it just looked like a whole lot of competition, you know. So yeah. I sort of, oh, I need to think bigger here. I need, you know, skills up me trade. Skills. And um, so I became a diesel fitter. Very good. Now, probably jumped a bit ahead there. Um, yeah. When, when you were in Gracemere. Yeah. You played a bit of golf. Oh, well, I mean, I knew you played a bit of golf. Um, the boys said you hit a good yeah, golf ball. Yes. I didn't realise you started what seven years of age. Seven years of age. So every, you know, every afternoon I'm putting this bloody motorbike back into the shed, and these golf clubs kept falling down on me. So um, got out old dad's Sporting's golf clubs, rusty, or you know, there was a driving range down near the motorbike track where yep. I used to yep. roll around. So I got the golf balls down there and had a bit of a hit, and I was like, oh wow, I can hit a golf ball. This is great. Run back up, Dad, Dad, can we go play a game of golf? Because the golf course was a three-minute walk. So Dad was a bit of golf. Yeah, 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 he played a bit, yeah, yeah. And um, so one thing led to another and started playing golf at the age of seven and um, just started enjoying it. And then there was a juniors, you know, uh, a juniors community and um, started playing there. And... Back then, this was probably 1996 onwards, 1995, 1996, seven. Uh, young fellow Jason Day, which is number one golfer, or was, but yeah. is you know a highlight now for Australia. Um, he was a major winner, isn't he? Yeah. he did win one or two majors, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. One. So he's doing really well. So he used to play at Gracemere, Gracemere Golf Club. He'd be that person down at the driving range at six o'clock with his old boy hitting golf balls before he teed off and played nine nine holes or eighteen holes back then. And um yeah, so played against him once every year, um, Saturday morning. So it's gotta be asked of course. How often did you beat him? Never. Oh never. never. Did anyone ever beat him? Uh he was he was he just excelled really quickly. So even at that age he was like he, he was a cut above everyone. Yeah, yeah, he was unreal. So he would have been ten years old or whatever. And he was just shooting 80, 85 off the stick. Really? Back, back then, yeah, which was pretty impressive. Oh, I've never done it. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever That's got him. under 100? That's, like I said, it's about Tommy Riddell, Benny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, with Jason Day, I heard today that apparently he doesn't claim Rockhampton as his hometown. Really? I could be completely mistaken. This is just off word of mouth from someone else but they said that he claims the place where he moved outside of Brisbane right as where he's come from yeah Bow Desert by any chance Bow Desert could Desert. be yeah, yeah okay I think that might have been yeah so he I, finished I he finished yeah. he did high school here up 
until year nine or year ten or something like that, and then went into a full scholarship down in Brisbane. So his mother passed away somewhere around that time too. He's no, his father. His father passed away very early. And his old girl passed away within the last year. Oh, that's right, yeah. Sorry, yeah. That's so, right. He's, yeah. He's, yeah, because um, Mum had done a lot for him because of 100%. the fact that, that um, Dad had passed away when he was only 13 or 14, I think. Yeah, like so that. I think so, I'm pretty sure he's just left with his sister now, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um... He's actually making a bit of a comeback this year. He's, yeah, he I had, mean, he had a really he had a really good round last fortnight mm. at the Wells Fargo PGA Tour yeah. champ. Um, so he went to eight under in the first two rounds, and then he just blew out. He has a lot of back issues. He does have injuries, yes. Which isn't um, a lot of golfers tend to. Like, I mean, Tiger did, of course, too. Mm. And um, I don't know, would that be from playing at such a young age? Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure what his history is there, but that's definitely, yeah, it's definitely something that's going on with him at the moment, and just, I guess, his past history with his family. Yeah. So, so start at seven. Start at, start at seven, and finish comp, local comp till around seventeen. Yep. At um, any stage, you, was there talk of Tom Brodell? No, no. no. But, just, but a, just a just a meet. Yeah, just loved it. Just yeah. it just filled in my time on weekends. So, yeah. I think golf would be a lot more enjoyable if you're actually good at it. I think I always liked the idea of going to golf, and then once I hit the first ball and it. Skews off, goes dribbles fifty meters. I start thinking, yeah, this is terrible. I don't even know why I agreed to come and play. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a bit the same. Yeah. The idea sounds good, and I can hit as good a ball as anyone, but it only happens one every twelve shots. So you know, the rest are just crap. What does Tom Brodell go around a golf course in these oh, days? So I took him down to your burning, mate. So at the moment, I've just found my love for it again. It's been delayed for the last twelve years, I'd say. Oh, really? 12 years? Yeah, the, the sticks have been in the shed for the last 12 years. So I've just come back. I've got plenty of time now. I want to improve myself and play in the game and get down to single figures. Single I've been, figure handicap. Yeah, so my handicap since I was probably 14 has not changed. Since I was 14 years old, has not changed till now. So oh, I've really? been playing the same sort of golf since then. So yep. I'm ready to up the ante a little bit what so, are you going to do practice more how old are you now Tommy? 35 so does Tom Brodell at 35 hit the ball further than the Tom Brodell 12 years ago no 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 so, it's, just, it's about the same yeah oh well that's that's alright you haven't lost it I was just wondering I suppose 12 you were 23 yeah, I suppose yeah, but yeah. wouldn't it be much different actually? no so the handicap back then to now I was 15 now it's just blown out to around 17 or 18 yep I wish I did and um yes got all this time on days off to just improve it and focus on that have you and Aaron Longbottom ever went round yeah he's an amazing golfer yeah for the for the size of him he's a big boy so he'd be 100 and 30 kilos, 140 kilos. He does well to walk around. And like he, he just, he, he is a pest. He just attacks the flag and just drops it within 10 foot. Oh, so he's got good touch. Oh, he's got good golf regulation. So his second shot is just attack, you know, attacking that flag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's given himself that birdie opportunity every time. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he, I remember as a junior, he was 
highly touted kind of at the time. Yeah, he still is. He's always hanging off the microphone every Saturday afternoon in the men's comp saying, thank you for the day, thank you for the boys, cheers, yeah. for, the, oh, cheers really? for the prizes. Yeah, he's going oh, hard, he's yeah. going good. Yeah. So you knew of this Aaron Longbottom? Before I started working out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just remember hearing him on the news. He used to get a bit of play um, on the news like his Aaron Longbottom. He was a very good junior golfer, I thought. I think they thought he was going to go some places, like, which he has. Yeah. He's gone to coal mines and he still enjoys playing golf, I'm sure. Yeah. So, Tom Brodell, golf, doing a bit of hospitality, yes. landscaping, decided I've got to do something else with my life. Yeah. So, became a diesel fitter. Yep, with HSE, you said. HSE, yeah, in the um, Bowen Basin there. So that was a pretty good experience. Yeah, I was going to say, you said more than just as a, as a, a, as a, a mature As a mature age apprentice. Yep. So first things first, got the approval as an apprentice and then got yeah, flew over to Perth. To Perth? And, yeah, so started off in Perth. Really? And um, did me time in their rebuild centre. So what age were you now, mature age apprentice? I was 23. Oh, it would have been great. Yeah, it was. It was, it was very eye-opening. So, never been to Perth, so I got the experience to go over to Perth and uh, did some time over there with them. And then straight after that, they flew me to Northern Territory. So, this is working on all these two ones? Uh, this, the, that was in the industrial area. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yep, yep. And um, so, I did some time there, re, you know, rebuilding components and stuff like that. It was on and off throughout the apprenticeship. And then over to the Northern Territory with them um, out on their farm. So they've got a farm. He was The owner was big into pastoral as well. So he had 1 million hectares. So fence line to fence line was 230k or something like yeah, that. So they had choppers and everything like yep. that. Um, very smart businessman that ran that show. So he would send all his trainee operators to the farm. So fly them from Queensland to Darwin and then they would jump in a mining car from Darwin Airport to this station and they became you would use them as labourers, you know, fencing and you know, fix fix the station yeah, up. Farm and then running. they had to prove themselves that they were worthy of a mining job. Oh really? Yeah. And within the last week they got to drive up like a, a caterpillar triple seven dump truck or something like that. Yeah just to get, and then flew them back and they got started their apprenticeship back in the Bowen Basin. So, just kind of find out, have you got a work ethic? Are you going to do what I asked you to do? Like yeah, correct, service? correct, yeah. No matter what it is. Yeah. So, there was a lot of, I guess uh, there was a lot of incidences on the way between Darwin and this Limbunya station. And, um, you know, there might have been a car roll over or something like that with them and all stuff like that. So, out on the property, there was this thing called Kmart and... Mm-hmm. You'd go down to this place called Kmart on the property and it was all the smash cars and the rollovers and that. So if we needed a new clutch or a diff or a set of wheels, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd go down to Kmart, rob the clutch out of that and put it in a Hilux or a Land Cruiser, you know. So you just learnt the farm way as well, I guess. Yep. It was a really good experience, just, you know, think outside the box and just... Social life, like on a farm, like like very would too... Didn't go much anywhere? Like? No, no, so it was go kill a cow, strip it down, and then let it bleed out for a few days, and that was our food. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. and then we'd have mince, uh, rib night Saturday night, 
you know, it was just meat and veg. So lost, lost a lot of weight out there, actually. Did you? Yeah, yeah, easy, easy 10 kilos within, oh, I think I was out there for 12 weeks or something like that. Yep. And, um... They generally just socialised with the, the work people, like, yeah. obviously, because, I mean... It doesn't sound like there would have been too much other people out there. No, no. you couldn't drive in a town, yeah. could you? No, no, so the, so the posty man was the aeroplane. He'd come down and land on a dirt runway and drop off the parcels and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was very... This would have been before no, internet and all those uh, things? There was no internet out there. Mm. There was no cell phones. There was no, no. How far was the drive from the, the airport to the station? Uh, so it was about six hours from Darwin to <laughs> Catherine. And then another six hours in from Catherine. Really? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. See, that's remote, isn't yeah, it? That was very remote, yeah. So I was I happened to be out when the wet season was on. So I got stuck out there, and then it was time for me to go. So I got choppered out. Yeah. Because I've never been in a chopper, so I hate aeroplanes. One of my fear is aeroplanes and being up in the sky. So was, here we are, filling up this chopper, this Robinson 44. Had you worked on the chopper? Did you? No, no, oh, no, 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 I just love that land in the back car. Like, I don't think yeah. you can do that anywhere. No, these well, days. I mean, maybe they still do in the Northern Territory. Yeah, it's a bit wild out there. Hey, anything goes out there. Yeah, right? yeah, that's, yeah. That's kind of things like that still do go on. So yeah, got the privilege to be in a chopper at the end. That was just topped it right off, and just really good experience. And then come back to Emerald, and then Monday to Monday to Friday was finishing my trade out and out at Emerald there, and then. Yeah, moved on from there, moved to other mine sites and became a tradie and yeah. Yeah, well you've been out the mine... 12 years now. Yep. Yeah, so starting to... Do you recommend it to people? Mining? I mean, mm. it, it's, I mean I've, I've, only, I've been in for 10 years now, like I'm a little older than you and um, before that I wasn't doing it, but like I don't think it's for everyone. It's not for everyone, it's not for everyone's... <laughs> It's, it's hard. It's a deal breaker as well with relationships and stuff like that as well, I guess. And Yeah, I, I can, you know, s- can see... You have to be mentally strong, I guess, to be in a relationship and then be away for seven and seven. Yeah, I mean, it takes a... Both takes you a and your partner. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Especially because so. those seven back, you wouldn't be spending the whole time with as well. They're still... The partner would still have to work and... Well, it's almost like you come in and you interrupt their routine, I remember. I first went out there, it was almost like I come home and you kids were getting ready for school, mum had this organised and all that, and I was just a, you know, uh, an annoyance to everyone, I think. I remember you kids asking once, so when do you go back home? I, said, I am at home. This is home. Not out there. I still reckon that was, I reckon that this currently is a better deal than you when you were doing night shift and day shift rotating yeah, out at Hastings, was right. that? Yeah, I think this was a much better deal than that because... Yeah. See, that's the thing. I was working at Hastings in Rocky here. And, right. And, like, they put me on night shift. So, you know, it was five and two, like, you know, just five. But they put me on night shift. So one week, 
I wouldn't see the kids at all. It's only because I actually got out of bed early to see them before they went to school because I was back at work while they went to school. You know, and I thought, well, this is no good. Play one of these jobs in the mines, and I was lucky actually because the mines were. It must have been about 2012. They were really booming then, and they were, right. they were looking for anyone because I'm not a diesel fitter. I'm a fitter and turner like. And, you know, they were still taking on lawnmower mechanics and things like that kind of stuff. Yeah, lucky yeah. to get out there, like, yeah. you know, because I think about six, twelve months later, there was a bit of a, a bit of a lull in it, like, and because um, I always thought I'll get my job back at Hastings, but they had a bit of a um, clean out there, kind of. They dropped off a lot of people and things like that too. I mean, yeah, I reckon I would recommend it to people. You know, like to get ahead. You know, I mean, if you're not going to go to university, mm-hmm. I guess. That's to, to get a leg up and get going, to get, you know, first property and get ahead of yourself and, you know, stability, financially stability. Yeah, sure. And that is the big attraction of it, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is the money. Like, you say, I used to work in town here, um, in a machine shop, and people would come in and tell me what they're getting out of the mines, and I wouldn't believe it, to be honest. I don't think anyone gets that kind of money on tools, mate. I think, I think you're pulling my leg, like, you know. No, I know I wasn't on the worst money. I wasn't on bad money in here, like. And, but yeah, I'm. I can see why people go out there. I can see why it is a 12-hour shift instead of running 8-hour shifts. Because if you ran 8-hour shifts, it wouldn't be enough money for the people. They'd say, "Well, I'm not going to come out here and do this." Yeah. But, you yeah. 12-hour shifts. Yeah. So um, the golf um, didn't come to fruition. Didn't. No. You know, and and you gave it away for um, 12 years, yeah. but you did. You still had interest in the thing they play golf on. You were saying the um, the turf and that. And yeah, so I don't mind. You know, I still love that landscaping and getting in, getting involved. Oh, so, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do. You know, I enjoy being out on the golf course and yeah. what the um, the condition of the golf course and you know, like it's pretty hard to maintain a golf green with a lot of, I guess. So traffic on love it every day. Yeah, yeah. I love one. That's right. Um, so and keep it in condition. Everyone will be happy. 100%. 100%. So I'm just I'm at the stage of revamping my lawn at the moment. So I'm big into lawn and cylinder moles and getting. <laughs> so big into the um, lawn porn, in the as lawn, they call it. Yeah, 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 and getting that. I guess I'm guessing the uh, length of the grass down to a very short and maintaining it there yeah that's a bit of a challenge but with that comes with science I guess again so different herbicides different fertilizers at different um, seasons of the year so yeah that's something you enjoy gardening yeah gardening yeah you find it a relaxation yeah so with all this rain I've just I've had the bobcat in over the last three weeks ago Um, he's come in and scratched out all my old turf and I got it. Well, I must have got in about 13, 13 cubes of topsoil. And with all this rain, I've come home from work Tuesday and um, found it all on the road, washed out. <laughs> uh, that's not good, is it? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm at the stage of just revamping the turf and enjoying that. Keeps me busy. That's good. Yeah. Um, back to the the family heritage. I, I'll be honest. I did pick you as a descendant of a Viking because you know you're a, you're a fairly big lump of a lad and you had all that hair going at one stage and all that but that's not correct no that's not correct so my background 
the old boy's background, his old boy, so Gus, he's German. Yep, so that's your grandfather? Grandfather, yes, yep. which has passed away. He had a good innings at 90, up to 96 yeah, years of age. Yeah, about that. Yep. And um, so his last name was Pistol. Yes. Pistol. Pistol. That is a that's a nice last name. Which is mm. German. So got talking to Dad and I said, oh, what's, what's the go with Pistol as last name? So what happened is he had been conscripted into Germany by Hitler but got permission to leave the country country to see if he would join the Marines. So he went to ownership to Brazil, a neutral country, and then got work on another ship to Sydney, Australia, where he jumped ship and his father, Kelvin, hit him till the ship sailed. Authorities were looking for him. He eventually caught up where he was working as a carpenter in Bondi. So which authorities were looking for Australian authorities, you think? Yeah. 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 So he eventually, uh, he got sent as an alien without papers uh, to an intern camp in Hay, in Hay, Hay camp? Yes, that'd be right, Hay, that's um, down in Victoria, yes. Yeah, so... He changed his name to Brodell on his birth certificate to, uh, with a typewriter, Gus Hines Pistol, to Pistol Brodell. So his sister was married to a Brodell, and they were living in the US before the war. So authorities were going to deport him back to Germany, but he wanted to stay there. But he needed to prove he was related to prison uh, to people in an allied country, so they checked out the name and he was allowed to stay. Oh, really? Because of the American connection? Yeah, yeah. So... Are you a bit disappointed you're not known as Tommy uh, Pistol? Tommy Gunn or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Tommy so Pistol, yeah. yeah. Tommy uh, Gunn, like even, like even Pistol Brodell, that just yeah. rolls off the tongue, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, so... Yeah. yeah. And I suppose also, at the time, like when the Japanese Japanese people come over here and things like that for a long time, you know, there was a bit of a it would have been more stigma. discriminated, yeah, stigma, I suppose, attached to it, you know. Like, so that's your so, dad's side, yeah. Mum, Italian, so mum's uh, Italian, U- European family, yeah. yeah, Liverpool, the old girl, and the old her old boy was Italian, so they're a family of eight, yep, big family, and they had um, big in hospitality down on the Gold Coast and. Oh, really? Brisbane. Yeah, yeah so they ran a big hotel down there back in the day. I'm not too sure which one, but yep. yeah, so it was big, big Italian yep. family. Um, and I see there's some Bradells on the periphery of your... Fr- uh, is there other Bradells in Rocky? Or there, there, and, there, is a, um, there is other Bradells. Yeah. Yeah, is that so, related? Or? Yeah, it would be related. So, yeah. my old boy's brother. So it's oh, just the two of them. So, yep. yeah. He's really a pistol... Yeah, he'd be yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're all big into footy as well, and um, they were quite big boys. So yep. Mark, so Uncle Mark, Mark, he was um, he's got two two boys. One of them made it to the Cowboys back in the early nineties. Yep. Right. Oh, late late nineties, I should say. Yep. So. So, you never tried the football like love footy, played footy as in rugby league. Yeah, rugby yep. league. Yeah, so played it from. You know, through primary school to, I guess, start of high school. But Always then, been one of the big boys in your class? Or? No, uh, I was a second rower, so... 
Yeah, but golf just got in the way. I oh, did it. Yeah, it was, I could only do two, one sport. It was either play footy or play golf. So I was bang, you know, banged up playing golf from footy. So I had to pick one or the other. I just enjoyed golf. And yeah. Did you play in too much league at, when you were at Grammar? Uh, I played, years? U, played union, union when I was at Grammar. Yeah. Was, yeah. So that was year 11 and 12 just for the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. I would have liked seeing you have a go at AFL, actually. I remember thinking. Speaking of AFL, uh, I support the Collingwood. Yeah, well, they're playing. They are, yes. You're not keen support though. Oh, I'm pretty keen. Back yeah. at, back in the day of when Rocker and, yeah, yeah, and Buckley played. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that's a while back, but yeah. Is, yeah. So, Sav Rocker Sav. went over to America and did... It was a, nah, that was the other one. That was Anthony. Anthony, Anthony Rocker. Was it Anthony that went over to America and tried for punting? Yep. Or, yeah. Yeah. He did all right, actually. Sav, Sav's the one that went to North Melbourne. To prison. He got to prison. Uh, I played for Collingwood, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that story, but anyway, I'll edit that out. Actually, and speaking of rugby league, Dad told me this when he told me who the guest was. He said, oh, well, I reckon he looks a bit like Cameron Munster, but uh, apparently no one else sees it. Yeah, no one well, else has ever mentioned that to you. Oh, I can see it, actually. You can, uh, you can. I, I, I see it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether it's because I've come in with the expectation that Dad's pointed it out already, but I can definitely see it, yeah. Oh, um, actually... Or does Cameron Munster look like Tom Brodell? <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. you should. Maybe he was. He was a local. Munster. He was a local. He is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He played with Brendan's. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think he did play with St. Brendan's. Yeah. Or I don't know about that. I don't. I reckon he might have been an Amaz boy. Mm. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is correct. I think boy, yeah. Ben Hunt was Brendan's. Ben Hunt. Julian Neal played with St. Brendan's. Maybe. So no, I think I was going to say maybe Tim Glasby, but I've got a feeling Glasby might have been a North boy, might have been a Hawk. One of those Urquhart boys played for North Melbourne, played here. Was Zach that, Smith played. Zach Smith was a North Rocky Hawk. Yeah, so, ask Michael Hines about that one. What's the future hold for Tom McGowan? He's only what's he? Five. A few more years in the mines, you reckon? Or? Uh, unless I have an escape plan that pops up, but. Yeah, I'll just keep cruising out of the mines. Yeah, it's not keep, bad, is it? Yeah, it's... Seven on, seven on. I mean, the technology's always changing, so it always keeps me uh, challenged with the new machinery that's coming coming through. Yep. So... Yeah, well, I don't want to upset any operators, but I mean, this autonomous talk and things oh, like that. Oh, yeah, kind of yep. That's the thing. I mean, that's big over in Perth at the moment, it isn't is, it? That's yeah, huge. Yeah, that's that, and that's really successful, too. Mm. I, I just don't know if it'd work... They work in iron ore, which seems to be a lot different. Like it's more you just keep digging, keep digging. Like whereas we seem to be chasing, chasing, chasing in coal. Like yes. So there's so many changes, and I'll tell you what, honestly, I couldn't operate on the roads that we operate on. I don't think really. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, um, mate. At the moment, just bunkering down, just yep. saving that cash, just improving my property. I guess looking after that. Yeah, oh, your homeowner. Yeah, homeowner. Yeah, so just looking after that, just keeping that Mickey Mouse, and then um, just with the, what are we going to go into a recession soon? You reckon, or the interest rates are going to go up? So interest rates are going up. Yeah, they've been low for a long time. Yeah. so we've had a good run. Definitely had a good run there. Surely, a great looking lawn would help with the um, with it with the house too. Oh yeah, yeah. but I, I don't know whether. The, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever sell. 
It's just... Stayed in Rocky? Oh, it'll be one of the nest eggs. Yep. You know, always call home, or unless I rent it out or something like that. But at the moment, just aiming for that nice lawn number one in the street. <laughs> you um, could, another thing you could take probably a couple tips off from Dad. Lawn? Yeah. I think so. This lawn doesn't look too good. Oh, not too bad. It's alright. Right. This is a mixture of just... This is just grass, actually. Oh, yeah. You got a bit yeah. of paspalum in there? Yeah, a bit of paspalum, a bit of that, um... What is it? Some walter. Some walter? A bit of other stuff in there. A couple of dead patches out the front, near the garage. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why. I think that gets too much urea. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I have to put it in downstairs toilet one day, I think. Yeah. Should have done that a long time ago. You've had three sons live in that room. You haven't put a downstairs toilet. Yeah, right, yeah. Is it possible? Back to my fault. <laughs> yeah, right. Eh? Thanks very much. So living here in Rocky, you're happy here in Rocky. Yeah. Got a job out the mines. You're happy there. Golf's coming back a bit. Golf's coming back. Golf. Yeah. VB, do you want to talk about? VB. Victorian beer. What does that do to Tommy Brady? Oh mate, I don't know. It's something. It's just a strong. It is, isn't full, it? It's not strong. It's just a full body beer. Well, isn't it? That's the thing. Like. It's got no higher alcohol content, but it is a get drunk beer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Is it's it like true that not pe- not many people like it out at work? That is quite true. Well, and you always buy a carton of it. No, it's, it's funny pretty actually. They say they don't like it, but I remember I bought the first carton I bought was the quickest carton that disappeared. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And then next time I bought one, it wasn't the only carton of beer there. It just seemed to yeah, it was guys not turn up work the next day there were guys what? bringing their ex, exes for two hours I mean Hodjo's not a regular beer drinker out there but no, when, no, when, he, no. when he does rock up it's usually a carton of VB or a carton of um, Melbourne Mel- Bitter, Mel- 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 Bitter. Bitter yeah, yeah. so yeah. Might, have, right thing on. might have to tell the footy club to stock some VBs this weekend then no it's doesn't, I don't even drink it at home myself it's just just become a bit of a thing I think you know I know Always enjoy. I'm actually, I did have to ban it. Actually, it is pretty good cold. Oh, it's excellent yeah. beer, really. It is pretty it's good just, cold. It's not a social beer. No. It's not. Let's go out with a girlfriend or let's go and have a quiet night. It's uh, let's get on the tear and tear this town apart. <laughs> kind of beer, like, you know, this. Now this is a lot of bad it's social going beer. Down, it's going down really no. good. Mm. I think I used to hate VB actually. Um, thanks very much for coming along. Thank you. And having a chat to us. Now, what we do, people like yourself, is people we get on everyday people. But we also invite on celebrities because I think Joe Rowe, how's Joe going? He's lost his number one spot, I yeah, heard. And Don't know who to, but. I actually listened to his podcast, Joe Rogan. Are you aware of Joe Rogan? Yeah. Who he is? yeah. Uh, have you ever listened to his podcast? Yeah, 100%. It's so boring. <laughs> no, I mean, I was, no, I mean, it is. I listened to it on the way home and. I don't know. It was a late episode. He was talking about Dave Chappelle or something. But I actually, after 45 minutes, so I gave it a good go. I thought, Joe, this is so boring. Boring? The, the voice putting you to sleep? Oh, no. Just, so I'm you get a couple of those comments. Yeah. No, that was your voice, actually, Ben, not mine. Oh, my voice? Yeah. Oh. Yes, actually, Alex, I am. Do I sound more animated, Alex Simpson? I'm doing this for you. Well, I suppose yeah, you nah. should give Joey Nebone a shout out as well. Um, yes. Reminding us that we last week forgot our beer and forgot our um, to invite our celebrity guest on. Yeah. So yeah, so we're doing better this week. We've already got the beers going, and um, we're going to get Tommy Brodell, a celebrity that you'd like to see on fr- 
fresh from the SEO. I mean, we've invited Joe Ro- Rogan has a long life standing one, all right? Even though he's the most poor. I'll, I'll have to do all the talk, Joe. You're boring, honestly. <laughs> and um, we've invited El McPherson. El McPherson. Sylvester Stallone. He got back to us, didn't, but we've set a date, but it's a while away, I think. Actually, no, that's bullshit. Um, who else have we invited on? Uh, Michael Voss. Michael Voss. Yeah. yeah, Michael Voss. Yeah, but we're going to leave it up to you, Tommy. Who's who would you like to see? And you can actually come back on that episode and um, be there with them. Mate, I'll give you two options. Two options. Yeah. Um, Greg Norman. Greg Norman. Oh, that's controversial at this moment with all his Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know what he said about the? Did you see that? No. They said to him, you know, what about the Saudis killing that? American reporter in the embassy. Okay. He said, oh, we've all done things. We've all made mistakes. <laughs> he probably could have framed it a little differently, maybe. You know? Is that his big golf tournament that he keeps uh, talking he's about? He's promoting the Saudi oh, Arabia um, tour. Yeah. yeah, against... Um, Greg Norman's the shark, shark, isn't he? The Great White Shark. Yeah, the Great White Shark, yeah. What would your name be, the Great White Oh, I would have been Tommy Pistol. Yeah, mate. I was going to say, Tommy Pistol, Pistol yeah. yeah. Of course, yes. Pistol. Or Wayne Bennett. Oh, no. But well, I reckon that would make for... arrogant, self-absorbed prick. I mean... Well, he probably won't come on now if no. he listens to this oh, episode, sorry, Tommy. No, I mean, he is a great coach. What and it seems to... seems to be able to get people to play for him. But... I, I remember once... He, is a, he does look like a hard man, doesn't he? Oh, well, remember he stopped speaking to the media. He said, oh, there's a media circle of talking heads. I thought, well, if it wasn't for the media, it wouldn't be a game which pays you this high wage. But And then he left his wife, too. But before that, he used to look after that. Oh, I don't know, he still does look after his handicapped pool. Darius Boyd. He's not handicapped, is he? <laughs> I just remember he used to follow Wayne Bennett around everywhere, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he was good yeah, once. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we can't get it. What about uh, Alfie Langer? Alfie, yeah. Alfie, yeah. He, no, no, he's a... We're going with your right, choices. Yeah, right. right. Greg Norman right. or Wayne Bennett. All right. So, Greg, if you're... Um, where is Greg? Is he in Florida still? No, he's, wasn't he moving back to Australia too? I, I don't know where he is. Anyway, Greg Norman, if you're out yeah. there, um, stand invitation, come out, we'll discuss um, Saudi Arabia. Discuss... One of the meltdowns, the Nick Faldo meltdown. Oh, uh, I've, it's a British Open. It's funny, Greg, you, Greg, Greg. It's funny you say that. I watched the. Um, there's a doco on it, on. I watched it live on Ko, and you know they call him the Choker, and that what's what got to him on round four, and then he just blew out. Oh, I was. I remember getting up to watch it because oh, I was a big Norman fan. I, I'm I follow a lot of sports and big Norman. Was the guy? He was leading by six strokes, I think, going into that round. Yeah. And he he was in trouble halfway through. And Faldo wasn't playing great golf, but Normal was playing so badly. Like, and I felt so bad for him. And then that Bob Tway beat him with that ridiculous bunker shot another time and another one. Like, you know, well, I won in a couple of hundred shooting out of the bunker and straight in the hole like you know he, and that was on extra holes I think like at a playoff like you yeah. know he's had a bad like he, that's the thing he could have won I don't know what did he win for did he no he yeah, didn't he, win mate he, he was he won he won, he won a won few the British he won a few he never got the green jacket 
He was chasing that green jacket. Which is a British human. Augusta, that's where he chokes. Oh, right out, yeah. Yeah. Did Dave win the green jacket? He may have. Adam Scott's won one, hasn't he? I do not. Yeah, I don't know. Right, that's that question for the weekend. Who has won anything for a show? That's Stuart Elkin. The Elk won something. Elkin, Never yeah. heard of that name before in my life. No, Steve Elkin. Steve Elkin. No. Do you follow golf at all, Tom? I do. Just, you, you're digging, you're digging Steve, back, you're Steve, digging back. Steve. This might be the 80s here. Oh, no, no. Steve Elkin was after the shark. He won something. Adam Scott won something. Jason Day won something. If, you, if you're following golf, what do you think of that um, Bryson, <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau? Just a muscle down here. Uh, no. No, nah. no. He can hit it pretty far, though. He's got yeah. one of the biggest hits. Cameron hasn't he? Smith is a big one up and coming. Yes. He's an Australian. Yes. Living over in Florida or Miami. There. Yeah. He um, did very well at the last. That, that was an American PGA. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of. Well, he fell apart a little, but it wasn't a big blowout. It was just. I think I saw him on. Uh, the par three. Get into the water. Right. He just saved one on the one before, and that was his chance, and he he blew it. I've done it before myself. Eh? <laughs> you know, so yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to look at a part, trying to get eight and blow it out to ten. Yeah, actually, it's amazing that water. It isn't attractive on a golf course. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, like you can hit the ball all day, all good, and then or not that ever happens to me, and then you come to water and it just. Especially hole 16 at Rockhampton. Yes, yes, hole 16, yes. Hole 16, that is a nasty (laughs) hole. Yeah. That's strategic, that one. I I am a very good practice swimmer. Actually, my practice swings without a golf ball there are spot on. You know, you brush the grass (laughs) and all that. That's it. Then you put a ball there and it goes to shit. I'm good at half swings. Never get the full swing in. Actually, I should take Tommy to look at do you do coaching at all? Because Ben's got no style. I can I can get you up and running, but I can't save myself. You're if you're going around in what? What's your handicap now? Eighteen. So that's one that's one over <laughs> every hole. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm going about yeah, I'm breaking hundred anyway. All right, so Tommy, we'll invite on Wayne Bennett, Greg Norman, if he's out listening. Welcome to come on the show. All right. Um, great to have you long, Tommy. Thanks very much for coming. Um, once we get a bit of merch, we owe you a stubby holder. Oh, wonderful. Right. Get the shirts done as well, Benny. Shirts done as well, yeah, stubby holders. I've got to check my notes because anything else I'd ask you about. You know Frank, Frank Montanari? I do know Frank yeah. Montanari. Is that from HSE? No, that's from work. Uh, sorry, that's. Hospitality. F- sorry, sorry. Um, so his son, I went to school with his son, Paul Montanari. Oh, right, So Paul and I used to be close friends. And. Yep. Um, Mark Few. Yes, I know Mark Few. Few, yeah. So, Few and, uh, and Paulie were good friends. That's how we all, we all used to hang out. When, oh, we still do. And, um, yeah, so Frank, how do you know Frank? Uh, Frank used to be the trainer at the Glenmore Bull, or Wandle Bulls, as we were then. Okay. And Frank used to own Italian graffiti. I thought maybe that was correct. Correct. Yes, yeah. so, the one you did the ad for. That's the one I did the ad for with Paul. Paul would have been about that tall. Okay. I did a um, television ad for him years ago. Yeah. I think it was Louis the Fly or something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. 
After yeah. a mattress shop. I know shop Fuey out. played footy for us. Yeah, so... He's an uh, um, electrician. Okay. Yeah, I like him. He's a good fellow. Yeah, right, eh? There you go. Small world. It is. You want to have a VB now? I would love a VB. I think I would love a VB. All right, because we're out of these beers, but these are good, these beers. Right, we'll wrap it up with that. Um, Righto, Hojo. Thank you very much. Cheers, Ben. Yeah, thank you for coming. Thank you for the couple of coldies. That was great. No, it's just good to have you along, Tommy, and um, have a chat with us. It wasn't too bad, was it? Nah, it's perfect. Easy. Righto, that's episode nine, done and dusted. Thank you very much.